Plan, protect, and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management, the hosts of Your Healthy Retirement. Joining Steve and Sean on today's show are Pat Kelly and Peter St. James. It's been a crazy uh, year. Um, in the UK, they're calling it the Great Quit. Um, people have been home doing work, supposedly, you know, air quotes, working from home <laughs> for <laughs> yeah, two like years, yeah. Yeah. and they're getting called back to work. And many of them are saying, I don't know, maybe I'm not going to do this, go back to the office thing. And we see a lot of people starting to, to make some changes. They'll take a sabbatical, they'll take a leave of absence, or they'll just quit altogether. Of course, there's others that are taking new jobs, which is great. But we've never seen this level of people leaving the workforce in, in decades. See, I, don't, um, I, I, I get it, but I don't necessarily understand why companies would force people to come back if the quality of the work was still up, up to par and that they were cranking out when they were in the office but doing it from home why wouldn't you let them stay at home and keep producing well it's different different types of companies right yeah. uh, we look at uh, Google and uh, or is it alphabet now alphabet uh, yeah, and yeah. Apple and some of these you know high-tech companies are allowing people to stay uh, yeah. at home um, a lot of people in the financial services area want to bring them back together because there's a lot of information sharing right and there's, yeah. there's the water cooler yeah. talk there's yeah. there's that culture of being in the office working together um, and they're doing this in fact I, I have to mention I had a conversation uh, on this very topic uh, with Chronicle out of Boston just back in October yeah uh, it was a great chat um, and there's a lot of good information that Chronicle brought to this with through some other contributors uh, if you want to see it you go to our website go to in the news uh, and you'll see on there the video clip uh, from that Chronicle episode. Is is the great resignation that you were talking about with Chronicle back in October, is it showing any signs of abating or still going It's getting strong? worse. Okay. It's, it's getting worse. <laughs> okay. Peter, Peter, you know, it's amazing the number of people who come through the office. And one of the, one of the things that makes me a little nervous, and this is for the futuristic learning of children, is that the number of teachers that have been clients of mine, and they say, you know what, you know, my retirement date is in eight years, ten years. Yep. After 2020, they moved it to five. I've had a lot of them come in and say, hey, you want to know something? I'm done. Mm-hmm. I, I can't handle it anymore. I'm I'm just done. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm concerned that we're going to see a shortage of teachers in the future. But but along with everything else. But yeah. when people come into you and say, Steve, I'm just done. Obviously, you as a fiduciary sitting down with them, making them look at the big picture and their finances, have they? Tr- some of them turned around and went, ooh, I guess I'm not in a position to quit yet. No. Really? They, well, they don't. No, they're going to leave what they're doing, and they have every intention of going to do something else. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. So well, and for a lot of people, second chapter in your life. Yeah. So I mean, the, the, the great resignation, what we see it really, the biggest hits people are taking are in the retail industry. And the service industry and the restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Seven percent um, of the food service restaurant workforce. Seven percent of the entire workforce left in November, which is huge. Imagine running a restaurant and having seven percent of your staff leave. There was four and a half million people in the country that quit their jobs in November. Wow. Yeah, it's it's just incredible. It's astronomical. Yeah, and now, and and here's the other place we're seeing it. Steve mentioned teachers, and it's rad for our children. We really have to worry about that. Health healthcare workers, yeah. mm. the nurses and the people, not just yeah. the nurses, all the support staff in hospitals. A lot of them saying, "This is nuts. I'm mm-hmm. out." Yeah, and they're they're vastly accelerating their retirement dates. And with everybody doing that, before you do that, right. 
You know, you need to sit down yeah. and have a conversation. You know, that's what we do. Let's look at your overall plan. Can you stop working now and be done with it? Or can you redirect your efforts, find something else you'd rather do in a different arena, make less money, and still be able to get to the retirement age you want to get to where you can start collecting Social Security if it's pre-Social Security that you want to retire. Mm -hmm. So, you know, your 401k plans, are you going to leave them there? Most people don't. Most people take control of them. We'll teach them how to, you know, move that money, put it into the type of investments they're looking for. Probably a bigger option of investment options because Mm -hmm. a lot of 401k plans are usually restricted on, you know, the amount of investments that you can hold within a 401k plan. Right. And... Sometimes people don't realize just because you've left your job and you think you're going to leave your 401k there, a lot of times you end up paying higher fees because the employer may have been paying those fees when you were employed with them. And now that you're not, you may be getting charged for them. Oh, sure. Right? Absolutely. Let me give you two words. And then what if you're- Roth conversion. There's a chance, you know, if you're leaving 401k, do a Roth conversion at Especially that point. if your income has dropped. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. The other thing they're going to look at is, um, let's say you're pre-Medicare eligibility. Let's say you're 60. Okay. They want to retire. Okay, well, are you going to have health insurance or are you just going to kind of wing it and hope, hope, hope that you're okay? Health insurance is very expensive. It's mm-hmm. typically provided by the employer. If it's not, yeah. that's a bill they're going to have to come up with. Um, some people, a lot of teachers, again, teachers and, and, and nurses and doctors have pensions. What are you going to do with that pension? Can you take it now? Do you have to wait? What are you going to do if you're married? Are you going to have a 100% survivor benefit or 50%? Uh, do you have a cash lump sum that you can take? you got to figure all this stuff out. Have people thought about this? I, I think at a very high level, they thought that there was something to think about. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> right. And they come in and say, what should we think about? So, and that's right, but, but they, because they feel very strongly right now about, I got to get out of where I'm at uh, right people's now. People's mental attitudes are very extremely fixated on if they're going to leave, how do I get out of this situation? Right. And it's our job to bring them down to reality and say, yeah, we get it. Let's look at what you have and say, do you have enough money so that if you don't find a job, you can at least, you know, last 10 to 13 months, you have enough money in reserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're not 59 and a half, you can't tap into any IRA money or else you're penalized 10%. So what other monies do you have to use in case you don't find the job you want and you need to supplement your, you know, your lifestyle, reeling in your expenses, Mm -hmm. understanding, Mm. you know, and owning what you're spending. I mean, there's a lot of people right now who are spending exorbitantly because the money's there. Right. But is it always going to be there? Mm -hmm. You got to take all these things into consideration and it's our job to sit you down and educate you. You know, we're not going to give you opinions. We're going to give you fact and and numbers and, and, and data and, 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 and educate yeah. you yeah it, it's not our opinion it's it's you're going to make a decision on your opinion and mm. where you are mm-hmm. our job is to educate you and that's what we really always are pushing for is to make sure that the consumer has the best financial literacy and the best financial education to making these decisions before they make it some folks inclined to say i'm going to take social security early i'm not going to wait for my peak year I'm going to jump on it as soon as I can. Do you have to say, okay, you do what you want. However, this is what it's going to cost you. This is what you're going to lose once you do this. We, we always talk to them about the pros and the cons of retiring early, uh, retiring at full retirement age, or, or not retiring, collecting early, collecting yeah, and retiring right, full right, retirement right. age, or collecting later. The longer you wait, the more you'll get paid. But the reality for some people is, you know what, at 62, you actually have to start collecting now. 
It's not going to be over the long term. You'll collect less. It's going to be a smaller paycheck, but you've got to pay the bills today. Right. If you're if you're you know hell bent on retiring now and stopping working, and you're not going to get another job, you might just have to tap that social security, right? And, and it's interesting because we, we've had people over the years do that who were not clients of ours. They made those decisions previously before coming to us, and then we kind of reviewed things and not even trying to poke fun at them. They'll they'll say. You know, I really wish I had waited another year, two, three, four years to take my Social Security because it's a big deal. That's your pension for most people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's that guaranteed flow of income. And realizing when you take it prematurely from full retirement age, you've paid to get the full retirement age. Now you're saying, well, you know what? I'm willing to pay a penalty to take it early because that's what you're doing. Yeah, right. You're paying a penalty to the government. Government's taking it. You're penalizing yourself, right? But isn't it at sixty-two? Isn't that emotion kind of taking over some of the facts? It's always I've worked all my life, and I'm going to take it. Right, I'm I'm taking it (laughs) now. I'm taking it, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, we take a mathematical equation approach to it because that's what it is. Right, that simple. Right. Yep. You want you want the bigger number? You got to hang in. Well, it's not even that. Yeah. You got x, y. Does that equal z? Yeah. Well. Let's figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In every case that I've come across where they've taken Social Security early, it's a decision they made independently. It was never one in consultation with an advisor. Yes. Right. Really. Right. Every right. single time. Mm-hmm. And by that point, they had talked themselves into, this is a great idea. I'm going to do this. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's a lot of it. A lot of it comes from water cooler yeah. talk, to be honest with you. Yeah. See, the right. thing. The <laughs> yeah. Thing, <laughs> You're right. You're yeah, right. Yep. Okay, another reason to not go back into the office. Uh, <laughs> just saying. Now, Peter, I'm going to promote a refrigerator with beer. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> See, now for me, great resignation or retiring, the key, again, for me, you enter debt-free. Absolutely. Okay? So if, if you want to, you, you know, you don't want to go back to work, you don't want to go back to the office, I get it. If you're debt-free, you own the house, you own the cars, you don't have... Uh, six grand in credit card debt, you have at it. But when you've got those bills, hello. And, and I'll, I'll put a little caveat on that. I agree with you. But, However, comma. But yeah, I've seen over the years people in working situations where the working situation's gotten so bad, it's affected their health. And I understand that. And, yeah, and I get you know that what? too. I do yeah. get that. Yeah. They're, they're not wanting to, re- they're going to resign. Yeah. They're going to quit, but they're going to go find something else. It's amazing some of these jobs and the stresses that they bring on people and how they create these health issues. And and it's not good. And I, I mean, I've had people break down in my office crying mm-hmm. over their work situation. I mean, yep. it's, it's you know, their doctors. Yeah, Sean. Sean was crying? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Working too hard, Sean. Remember I told you how nice Lois was? Yeah. Lois really was <laughs> upstairs browbeating him to work harder. You know, you, you talked but, about people leaving the, the food service industry. Right. During COVID, how many restaurants, what did I see, 40%, 50% of the restaurants closed? How can there be a shortage of wait staff if all those restaurants closed? Do you think that there's a wait staff looking for a place to go to work? Most of those people yeah. are bettering themselves, finding better jobs okay. outside mm-hmm. that okay. industry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Starting Pe- a business on their own. Well, no, okay. people, people now, you know, a lot of companies are willing to pay people with <clears throat> no have to have no understanding of what they're doing. They, they right. just want bodies. That's, that's yeah. us. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. 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 As long as you have a dictionary, you can 
talk behind the behind the big screen. Let's talk about people that are moving, they're quitting, they're resigning because they're going to a different job. There's things you can do kind of on the margin to benefit yourself, right? So take, uh, make, make your doctor's appointments before you leave because you may have to wait uh. on your, med- on your health, life, health insurance at your new job. So get those things done. Get your dent, especially dental, yeah. right? Dental, you've got a, you typically hit an out-of-pocket max pretty early on. Maybe you can do that with this, with the current insurer, get a new job, get a new insurer, the clock restarts, right? So you may be able to do that. If you have a flexible spending account, let's say you put $2,000 in a flexible spending account for, to pay for doctor's visits sure. or whatnot, that's immediately available to you. That's a Immediately available day one on January one. Mm-hmm. So spend it before you leave. Right? You may not have contributed at all, but it's yours to spend. So the things you can do before you leave: make sure the health insurance is, is there for you. Make your appointments. Take care of those things uh, before you make that transition. Just do it more planfully. Plan for the plan. Exactly. Yeah. We're yeah. going to plan. It's about the plan, and yep. it's it's interesting because when something like this happens, your risk profile in all likelihood will change. Because mm-hmm. when you have a job and you're making mm. good money. You know, you're dumping into the 401k, you tend to be a little more aggressive because you know, hey, I'll just go to work and work harder the next day. I know it's down now. It'll come back later. Well, when you're not working, you have a different mindset. Mm -hmm. So one of the things we are constantly doing is measuring people's risk profiles and understanding what risks they are willing to take with their money, Mm -hmm. especially now that you've resigned and you're not working. Right. And you want to make sure that you're properly aligned with your investment design so that you're not go- you don't get thrown off guard mm-hmm. if there's a market correction. Right. So right. that's all part of the process. The, the more you know before you do this this job change or or job resignation, mm-hmm. the better decisions you can make if you know everything that's involved. You've been listening to the Your Healthy Retirement podcast with Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to shows. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. 